Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. Welcome to the Throwing Jabs Podcast with Jace Garcia and Jared Jones. And he's down for a third time, and they'll wave it off. Billy Joe Saunders. All three for your winner by unanimous decision. And still, the WBC Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 17 of Throwing Jabs Boxing Podcast. I'm Jace Garcia, joined, as always, by my main man, Jared Jones. Now, let us talk about the fights. We took a little break last week. Let's dive in. Starting off, WBO Super Middleweight Champion, Billy Joe Saunders, knocks out uh, Marcelo Esteban Coceres in the 11th round to retain his title. You guys just saw it in the intro there. I mean, he looked great. Uh, it took him a little time. Took him a little time to knock this guy out. Uh, I mean, this guy definitely isn't on his level. Uh, we, uh, we'll we talk about the level of the card as a whole a little bit later. But what what'd you think of it? And where does Billy Joe Saunders go from here? Um, Saunders is looking at a Callum Smith fight, which I like. They're both undefeated. Yeah. It's the type of guys they should be fighting. <clears throat> Callum Smith. Um, Caceres. I love, it's Casera Caceres. You probably don't know Lisa Lisa in the Colt Jam. Lost an lost emotion. No. Casera Caceres. <laughs> Marcelo Esteban. Casera Caceres. Um, we knew this was a tough guy. He was undefeated. Gamey as hell. Yeah. Um, I love the performance he put on. I don't like what Billy Joe Saunders, I think, should have been a little bit more dominant, but he did wear him down, break him down, ended up getting the knockout. So on paper, it's a KO. I'll take it. Um, Also on that card, Devin Haney retained his alphabet lightweight title. Unanimous decisions. All three judges scored about 120 to 107 over Alfredo Santiago. Yeah, I mean, this is – it's ridiculous. I mean, dominant – uh, if you are a bloodthirsty casual fan, you're probably upset there wasn't a knockout. But I mean, besides knocking him out, what else can you do to a man? You beat a guy by by 13 points in a 12 round fight. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else can you do? But he needs to. This is, Haney needs to step up if he's gonna. You're right. This was a previously undefeated fighter, but he he's he's another one of those Ryan Garcia types that really Loma needs to take the. <laughs> You like Haney and Loma, huh? That I mean, who else? Who else are you gonna fight? Loma is the guy. Loma's yeah. the boogeyman. Yeah. That's who. who else that's is who he Loma should want. Fight? That's what Haney should want for sure. I mean, it has to happen. <clears throat> it has to. Got to step up. It's time. I don't think the level of competition he's had recently has been in preparation for a guy like Loma, but that. It's the only fight. The only doable fight. I don't yeah. want to see anyone else. I don't want to see some guy we've never heard of. I don't want to see some Davis? guy they pick up from. Davis okay. and Haney? All right. I would take that. I I'd watch that, that fight. <laughs> okay. All right. You just brought up a name. I like that. I like but, that better, too, than either, either one of them versus Loma. He's out of there. He's, he's out, I think he's out of everybody's reach. Yes. But 
you guys ought to fight each other to warm up for him. Yeah, I mean, don't get another guy from the parking lot of Home Depot wearing <laughs> sneakers in the ring. Don't don't do that. Give us an actual fight. Give us someone someone competitive. Into the ring with his shopping cart. Yeah. All right. All right. In current events, we had oh, fight of the night honors, Logan Paul. <laughs> Versus KSI, 10,000 U.S. viewers, 10,000 U.K. viewers. Is that a lot? Uh, hell no. I mean, <laughs> what? What? I would love to see the Kovalev uh, Canelo numbers, numbers yeah. to put the, to show you. Yeah. Uh, I, I hear people saying this is a win for boxing. What the hell are you talking about? It was a good fight. I what? love how much you can't what? stand this. What? A good f- what? I what? like how KSI at the end was like, they were like, you're going to do a third one? He was like, hell no, I'm not built for this. These dudes are vloggers. I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah. These guys. Willing to admit that he had reached outside yeah, of his cool. comfort zone. And but did okay. what did what don't put did. it on a professional level. Don't disrespect Billy Joe Saunders. Don't disrespect Devin Haney, even though they're fighting no one. Don't forget about Casera Caceres. Don't disrespect. Yeah, don't even disrespect him. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Screw Logan Paul. Screw KSI. Garbage. 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 We're gonna we have don't to talk more it. about that later. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to hear these guys again. I don't right. even want to see them. I, I, the fact that this was a pro fight, I mean, I could, we could do a whole hour-long special of me just yelling and screaming. 10,000 10, is nothing. This is a circus act. This is even more of a circus act than Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. It was a mess. Yeah, well, because those guys can fight. Yes. I agree. Yes. I agree. And speaking of uh, crossover, Tyson Fury, he returned to WWE TV. He, uh, I guess, made amends with his opponent, Braun Strowman. They did a little tease at him and Braun teaming up for a tag team, which, I mean, I'm a WWE guy. That would be interesting. That would be fun. I, I would like that because I, I like both the guys. But he has also, he's also talked about Joining the octagon, going into MMA, talking about stipe, fighting Stipe Miocic, who in return talked about fighting Tyson Fury in the ring, in the ring boxing wise. And Tyson Fury has also been seen training MMA with Darren Till. What are you thinking of this? These, I think these are really bad ideas. I did okay. this once. My buddy Kyle brought me to his jujitsu gym. I didn't really even know what jujitsu was okay, at the time. Okay. I had been doing boxing for a couple of years. It was pretty good. He came to my gym. You know, I was I was dominant, but he could he could hold his own. And then um, I went to his gym, and he was dominant, and I couldn't hold my own. <laughs> jujitsu is completely. Do different. I need all of these pads? I needed all of those pads. I needed every tap that you can imagine. I needed those things. And realized that to be like a well-rounded fighter, I had so much to learn. So yeah. much to learn. I figured I could just keep it on the feet. And this, that's, that can be more difficult. And this is like doctor versus specialist, you know? You don't want to bring a very specific injury to your 
general practitioner doctor as soon as you have something serious going on he's going to send you to a specialist yeah this is somebody who's done that specifically a la boxing or mixed martial arts or wwe wrestling i'm it's i'm further off of wwe than i am logan paul and ksi that's that's one of the major differences between you and i is like where you see Logan Paul and KSI, I see WWE. WWE knows what it is. WWE doesn't try to go, oh, we're real, this, that. They, they understand. I don't think there these guys is... are confused about what would happen if they ended up in a fight with a real boxer, though. You think these guys really think they could that if you switch they, they Billy were pros. They would, That was their professional debut. That was their professional And that's they where we agree, is that they should call them something else because it's... It's game show stuff. Yes. They they walking down the street. Hey, I'm a pro boxer. <laughs> WWE, they can Wanna call know. They Wanna can know. change it all they want. They can say it's a fight. They're starting to use that in WWE, but they're not fighters. They're they, they don't even go by wrestlers anymore. And they're you sports think that's entertainers. True? You don't you don't think that these guys consider themselves professional athletes? Some of them are like I'm, professional man. athletes different. Professional athlete is different. Fighters. Fighter, they're, they're not fighters. Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, they were both on the WWE. They're fighters. But and learned, but, Brock learned he was not the all-around athlete. That same experience I was just describing, he had to learn that. You can find yeah. clips of Brock Lesnar going, holy cow, I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. Who just boxed uh, TJ Dillashaw? Boxed with, uh, uh, was it Triple G? Yeah, I think so. Or Loma, one of the one of these. I think it might have been Crawford. One of these higher up guys he boxed with and went. The guy was playing games with me and totally dominating me. And this is a top level MMA guy who does some boxing, but you don't do it if you don't do it professionally. You know, you can know about something. A lot of I hear it a lot about this. Oh. That would be really cool to have work where you get to just sit and talk because I can sit and talk and that would be such a cool job. And then you sit them down in front of a microphone and go, okay, five or 10,000 people are listening and go. And it's a lot more difficult than you think it would be to string full thoughts together without having that. And that's because you don't do it all the time. When guys, when you do this professionally, it's going to be different. If you're a professional MMA, boxers don't want it in a cage. And if you're a professional boxer, MMA guys don't want it in a ring. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But also, these are heavyweights. Would you, would you fight me? What? Would you fight me? Yeah, sure. Why not? Where? Because a football field, I'll slap the taste out of your mouth. But in a telephone booth, I'm in trouble. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So Very you good. set these things up a certain way, and it's going to favor one guy or the other. And that's what these crossover fights, Stipe Miocic will break down Tyson Fury in a cage, and Tyson Fury will break down Stipe in a box. See, ring. like that can be said about uh, that obviously happened with Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Another, another point on our current events here. Uh, Jorge Masvidal wanting to box Canelo. He even said when he brought Same up story. Canelo, he said that he would get destroyed by Canelo. But there is something special about, I mean, heavyweights is heavyweights. Yeah. One yeah. punch, one thing. And I mean, Stipe Miocic is a gold gloves boxer. Well, he, and they'd start on their feet. Yeah. No, yeah. I, 
So I'm I, not saying I wouldn't watch it. I think it would be entertaining. I'm saying that the smart money, lucky punches excluded, is on the person that does that. Yes. Yeah. I used to sit around play video games all the time. My brother would get out of work. Man, I'm about to whoop your ass. No, you're not. Yes. I'm no, you're not. Because sure. this is like what I've been doing with all of my time. You know, I'm not going to go out electrician you at your job, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna come over here and out and outdo me at what you know. If this is what I do and this is what I'm into, yeah. I'm gonna be better than you at it. And then, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't want to spend too much more time on this, but also, I mean, there's video of Francis Ngannou training a little bit with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson teaching him what he has to do to beat Tyson Fury. The thing I, I think heavyweights is something that it. Will like always I said, carry intrigue. It will. Yeah. The one yeah. punch knock knockout factor is there, and uh, through science and through technology, Francis Ngannou is the toughest, the hardest hitter in the in the world, I guess, due to some some weird technology. But that's still a thing, and people will still draw into that. Conor Mag- the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather thing. Yeah, it put a sour taste. Everyone knows that stuff. But heavyweights are heavyweights. The one punch knockout factor is there, and this isn't. This would be interesting. Yeah. But I mean, there's still Wilder and Fury that I would love to see a lot more. Yeah. Well, and and those guys could do all three. You know, let's get them WWE, and then we'll have them box each other. Then we'll have them in the like they uh, could do a little a little personal fight Olympics. Where the, that would, I would be now yeah. we're on to something, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> Just have them do all the different styles against triathlon guys for would, combat sports. I there am you go. In. I'm saying. I'm saying. One round boxing. One round WWE. They change it. One round. <laughs> <laughs> the ring transforms into a cage, and the rules oh, change. The, that's got to be the new scrub. That would be there. classic. Maybe we could get Logan Paul and KSI to okay, do it. Okay, all right. Let's, not, let's not settle down now. Let's settle down. Another the news Ruiz and Joshua 2 the fight purses came out Andy Ruiz guaranteed 13 million Anthony Joshua guaranteed 85 million Eddie Hearn and Matchroom boxing to make 20 million it's ridiculous that Eddie Hearn's making more than the champion I used the same word ridiculous the champion it's absurd yeah but also another big thing about this uh I was just watching an interview with Teddy Atlas I, and he he broke down this fight. The main determining factor for Anthony Joshua is you have all this money. Do you really have the fight left? You have all this money. Do you really want to put yourself on the put yourself in harm's way to get a belt back when you can buy your own belt with all this money you have? And it's guaranteed money. Yeah. It's guaranteed. You give me eighty-five million dollars guaranteed. There's not. I mean, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. I wouldn't fight for eighty-five million dollars. Uh, go my get wife will bring me Deontay juice Walter in the hospital. Right yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> I don't need to worry about that all day. Hell, I'll get. I'll give me thirteen mil. I'll go get knocked out. You take the Deontay thirteen, Walter. yeah, and 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 work it out. We'll work out the rest. <laughs> but um, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of uh of it either it reminds me this fight has increasingly reminded me of um an mma match with anderson silva and chris weidman 
where okay. Weidman shocked me and beat yeah. Silva. And the second matchup, it just got, as it went on, it got scarier and scarier and scarier. And I was more and more and more sure that Silva's just not going to beat that guy. And that's how I'm feeling about Joshua. The further, the further this goes, it's like, can you beat somebody off a high that you're making six times more money than? I'll tell you what, if I'm the champion, I'm making 13 and the other guy's making 85, I'm hungry as a man, I, man, <laughs> yeah. boy, and I just beat you. I just beat you and you're making six times as much as I am. No way, man. Nope. I, and it, and that's just it. It gets worse and worse and worse. And this guy already beat you once, you know, he rocked him, opened his stance up and got knocked down. And they repeated that process three or four times. And that was the end of the fight. And Joshua hasn't looked the same physically or in the media you know, since. We we will break this fight down as it gets closer. But another thing from that interview I saw with Teddy Atlas, he uh, he related this to in a betting sense, and also I think it could work in an actual sense to Muhammad Ali versus Sonny Liston. Uh, Sonny Liston came in as the favorite. Wow. Muhammad Ali beat him. Then for the rematch, Sonny Liston, the betting favorite again. Muhammad Ali won again. Yeah. So And it was even yeah, and and from the standpoint that I that I was just taking, that that's that's the perfect analogy because you're looking at this going, uh oh. You know <laughs> And that I think that was the that was yeah, and, and how could Ali go into that second fight and lose? Yeah. I don't like comparing anybody to, to Muhammad Ali and Andy Ruiz is, you know, I don't want to single him out as being far away from Muhammad Ali because most human beings are. But, um, but this is scary and getting scarier as we go for Anthony Joshua. Because he loses, he falls off. This is, there's, not, there's not much to do. Who else did Sonny Liston fight after Muhammad Ali? Yeah, Foreman right. stomped him out. That's the, uh, the you know after that you can't really come up with he faded off into obscurity. Joshua is in real danger of taking an eighty-five million dollar paycheck and fighting his next one for under five or ten. Yeah, I mean at least on Joshua's side there is that money that yep. is better than it was then. Yep, but it's hard. It makes it hard to stay hungry. Yeah, you know sometimes that can make it really hard to. To find that drive, a lot of, a lot of, especially top-ranked boxers, this sport in particular. We talked a little bit last week about why, but this sport in particular, people are fighting their way out of situations that Man. you know are there. This is this is this is their meal ticket. You know, Anthony yeah. Joshua, you're already there. You got gold medals, and you're you're a champion, and now you're making eighty-five million dollars. I mean, where's the hunger coming from? Yeah, I think necessity is the mother of invention. You know, yeah. you're cold, you'll find a way to get warm. You're oh. hungry, you're gonna find a way to eat. They lock us in here long enough, we're gonna figure out who's stronger. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way nature works. So if he's not hungry. Yeah, I think this going into this fight, I mean, and we will break it down as it gets closer, but it's very similar to also Conor McGregor, he takes that $100 million from Floyd Mayweather. And he's got this monster Khabib there. Yep. So we will see. We will yep. see. 
And again, never the same Connor. No. Never got the same Connor after that that we had before then. Nope. <clears throat> then uh, live was going on to the previews of this weekend. Live from Las Vegas on Fox pay-per-view. The WBC heavyweight champion. Deontay, the bronze bomber. Wilder looks to defend his title in a rematch with the Wheeze Ortiz. The first part of the big heavyweight rematches to end out the year. Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz. Now, I just mentioned I listened to that interview with Teddy Atlas. I'm going to bring that up again here. As Teddy Atlas said, when you when the, you have an older boxer go up against a young buck, like in the first fight, and the older boxer puts it all on the line the first fight. He hurt Wilder, uh, but sadly was not able to get the win. Wilder eventually pulled it up and knocked him out when that happens you you went to the peak you went to the peak you went you put it all out in the ring against him already now you're older Mm -hmm. you know what's you know what can already happen you've tried this once before and sadly i don't think it's gonna end well for luis ortiz i don't either and all the smart money's on Deontay Wilder. It's a, it's kind of a dangerous fight for him, though. You know, this is the type of you get a you get a win against a bully. You don't, you know. Yeah. Stervina felt like that too. You you won. Leave that man alone. <laughs> yeah, St- Stavern. Yeah, he went the distance one time. Put it all out in the next fight, first round done. Yep. I, I think something similar might happen here. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised at all, Ortiz dispatches early. Yeah. And I like Ortiz. I, let, I mean, Cuban boxing, very tough guy, but, I mean, we've, we've seen this song and dance before. Yeah, well, in heavyweights, it's a dangerous fight for both guys. Yeah. The uh, co-main event on that card, Leo Santa Cruz and Miguel Flores to battle for the vacant WBA junior lightweight title. Uh, I mean, this is interesting. Uh, put in title. I, I think this is something boxing should do more. More title fights on these big cards. I mean... It's a title fight, but the opponent is is 141? Yes, yeah. Uh, I hope that's a typo or something. Miguel Flores, 141 in a, cha- a championship fight. Yeah, this all it looks to all be setting up for Santa Cruz to take a belt. But, I mean, put a belt on the line. People enjoy that stuff. It's going to sell a fight. I mean, also, it's showcasing the lighter weight classes. We've talked multiple times on this show about that. It's not. 141. Yeah, that's, that's... For a belt. You know, it should be... It should be... You know those French maid outfits? That the hot girls wear. <laughs> they have like the, the, the hold in the front and they tie it in a little bow, the string that goes around. You know, the one they untie when they take it. So it's got a little bow in front. That should be the belt they're fighting for. Or maybe uh, just like one of those regular braided belts from all Walmart, you know, the thin ones. <laughs> they should. This is really called, they're calling this a title fight. Number 141. This is some anybody they're bringing in. Santa Cruz is going to kill him. And he's, you yeah. know, that he, he, uh, 
I mean, speaking of that, also on this card, uh, Julio Seja challenges WBA regular junior featherweight champion. Regular champion. Brandon Figueroa. I mean, another young kid who's getting... That is where the uh, picking up a guy from Home Depot comments started was his last fight. Yeah. But this is a tough... Was the guy in the sneakers. Yeah. Seha is a tough kid. This is going to be a close fight. This is going to be his real test. We will see how good Figueroa Figueroa actually is. Love it for that. Totally agree. Another notable fight coming up. Callum Smith versus John Ryder for Smith's WBA super middleweight title on DAZN. That should be interesting. Ryder's number five, tough as nails. Uh, Smith, yeah, Smith is talking about Billy Joe Saunders. They're lining, you know, they're kind of yeah. lining up with each other. I like this fight. I like that fight. This is in England. It, it, Bravo, it's Colin earlier. Smith. And he's it's, 29 years old. He's doing what he should do, yeah. taking those fights. This is, you. this is earlier than the pay-per-view, so you can still watch both here. You can watch this, then go and watch the big, the big boys battle yeah. it out. And if you're live, you won't have to wait for the end of one to see the one here. <laughs> if you buy tickets to that, you won't yeah. be waiting for an MMA fight to finish. But if you are going to watch the Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz fight, the one fight you will have to miss is Andre Canasillo versus Rene Alvarado, Alvarado. Uh, for the WBA regular junior lightweight title. Um, you're not missing that much. These there. regular and super titles, man. That's a regular. Joke. This is another super, decent fight. Silver, I like seal. Inter- interim. That it all just all means not. I mean, mess. yeah, world shouldn't go in front of any of them. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that's it for the big chunk of everything, and we are gonna end the show like we always do. And Jared, hit me with that flurry. All right, we're going to talk about your favorite topic, Logan Paul and KSI. All right. Because we, okay. we went over, every, now, and you know when I talk about boxing, it's this inherent magic that comes with the game. It's the psychology of it all and the way that it builds people up. So what did we see here? We saw two YouTubers, two internet pranksters, two trolls that, yes. that a lot of times we see maybe not their best character we see a show character we see who they aren't and that's most of us that's most people most of the time are they doing and saying and being exactly who and what they want to be exactly what they want to do are are we really putting forward the best versions of ourselves? because that's what occurred to me when i was sitting watching these two shake hands forgive each other for their insults Come together and say, you did a really good job. You did too. KSI, he said, I'm not built for this. KSI, I I would bet anything that is the best physical shape he's ever going to be in in his life before or after. That fight, the end of that fight, the beginning of that fight, that was the best KSI we're ever going to see physically. And Logan Paul, you listen to this guy talk, watch all his videos. Watch everything he ever put on the internet, which would take you days probably. And then watch his interview at the end of the fight. And I promise you, these two men were forced to fight each other and came up with the best versions of themselves as a result. That's the best version of them that you're going to get 
do the research. That's it. And if there's a, there's a really specific reason for that, because if you set somebody up to fight somebody else, it's not anything else you can put on your schedule. That's like that. You know what I'm saying? You want to be in the best physical shape you can and you start exercising and you start getting to where you feel more confident and all of these life struggles that you have start to diminish any depression, anxiety you have, the volume gets turned down because you're focused on this other thing that's trying to hurt you physically. So that innate nature takes over and turns you into a better person. Boxing did that all by itself to the, to these two idiots, yeah. to these two cats, turned them into something better than they had ever been before. I, I I agree with that, but there are there is amateur fights. There is what you are building with scrub, scrub scraps. scraps. Yes, and that's what this professional should be called. fighting and being in the main event over Billy Joe Saunders totally and Devin Haney. Yeah. Nope. I, yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. I totally agree. You have to set this aside and make it for that. A la Scrub Scraps. You make it. Make the whole show about doing that. As opposed to pretending we're finding the best guys th uh, in the world. You know? But if the champ's going to fight number 141, we're not finding out who the best guy no, is in that no. fight either. So, so you know, you win some, you lose but some. Yeah, they call it a pro that's fight. But the co-main event. Yeah. Not the main event. True. Devaluing Billy Joe Saunders and Devin Haney. Well, and it does. There's thousands of guys that deserved that spotlight as boxers more than KSI and Logan Paul. But that's supply and demand. You know, they obviously thought they'd put up better numbers than they did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would hope they thought that. They should have stick to their avenue with YouTube and uh, <laughs> wearing the headgear, doing... Because it's an amateur fight. It's don't make it pros. They are not, not professional, professional fighters. fighters. They are amateurs. Go back to the first fight, which I, I still haven't seen, on YouTube, wearing their headgear and that stuff, having their other boys hop in the ring to go to uh barstool sports is rough and rowdy which is a tough man contest there you go go do that stuff we don't want it on our not on the same stage you're devaluing the product. stage for this you're right uh, rough and rowdy for it. barstool what? sports exactly yeah but uh, exactly <laughs> but uh, this isn't the right stage no no it's not. the zone isn't no, the right not. stage it devalues this is, the fighters i agree boxing is already struggling and fighting for their lives with ufc well and this and is now, why they're trying anything this is why they're yes. doing that you know let's see if we can try this yeah but i mean ufc <clears throat> you, you if you are going against UFC, learn from their mistakes. Learn from the CM Punk. Don't don't give us that. Yeah. Don't yeah, give yeah. us that. Yeah. Well, and that's that's traditionally an almost exclusively failed in boxing in MMA when the crossover fighters almost always the Kimbo no. slices get knocked out in yeah. 16 seconds by Seth Petrozelli almost exclusively they lose yes. so i don't see them crossing over at night and we agree that they need a separate platform but you can't get past what this 
this even their fans who thought one was going to kill the other it humanized these two men turned them into human beings yeah. they know they're not larger than life but they know that what what could you give a victim better somebody that's you know walking around like they've got something to be afraid of what better could you give them than that sense of huh i'm not as weak as i thought i was and what could you yeah. give the bully i'm gonna knock him out and if i hit him his head will fly what could you give him better than damn i'm not as tough as i thought i was yeah all right. and you start dishing that out mass production of that to bullies and victims and all of a sudden we're humanizing humans yeah you're right. Um, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Mr. Rogers. Um, thank you, guys. Tom Hanks in theaters this oh, weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Coming soon. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, make sure you guys like the Facebook page if you are listening or somewhere else. Make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter, Throwing Jabs. And, uh, I mean, you guys got to stay, stay tuned. Uh, we got some big stuff uh, brewing um, and more big fights coming, too. But before we leave, uh, are you passionate about a subject? Do you have the gift for the gab? Are you interested in putting that all together to start your own podcast? If so, check out Clovercrest Media Group. Come and join the Clovercrest Media Group podcast family. You can find... All the information you need at clovercrestmedia.com, Clovercrest Media Group. The harder we work, the luckier we get. You can also find our show itself on clovercrestmedia.com because Throwing Jabs is a Clovercrest Media Group podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We hope to see you next time and take care. <laughs>